listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. We have yet another wildcard episode today, but this time it's because it is Shareathon 2022. Shareathon. For KFUO Radio, if you don't listen to the disclaimer at the end of our programming, the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast is produced by KFUO Radio, and KFUO is the listener-supported broadcast voice of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, which means even you all listeners of the Lutheran Ladies Lounge can help support KFUO Radio. We need your support to keep our programming going, including this podcast and all of the other programming that KFUO does. The Bible studies, the coffee hour, which I also co-host, all of the Sunday morning programming that has been especially useful for people throughout the pandemic, being able to listen to church services, all of that stuff. So throughout this episode, we will be giving you ways to financially support KFUO Radio so you can help us continue to share the gospel of Christ to listeners around the globe. And when I say around the globe, I really actually mean around the globe. We have listeners from everywhere and it's awesome. So you can go to kfuo.org slash give or you can text the letters KFUO to the number 41444. Give directly on your mobile device right there. But we aren't going to talk about that the entire time today because we are all going to be answering the question, what Lutheran lady do we want to be when we grow up? It's a great topic. Mm. And we have four very different answers, I'm pretty sure. So in this first part of this episode, Brie, what Lutheran lady do you want to be when you grow up? Well, Sarah, I just would like to introduce you all one of the fantastic one of the most fantastic faithful funny bright most cheerful lutheran women that probably exists in i the have world. to just say this is no fair because i'm absolutely certain <laughs> that you are now describing my <laughs> right. with that fine, lutheran fine. description we'll okay put a, we'll put a pin in it we'll put okay. a pin in that okay <laughs> we'll talk offline we'll talk offline <laughs> She was a topic of, she was interviewed for the very first issue of Lutherans Engage the World magazine. A little known fact. She is my fourth grade teacher. Whoa. Hailing all the way from somewhere in Minnesota. (laughs) Somewhere. (laughs) Terry Bentz. Hooray for Terry. Yay. None of us know her. It's nope. a, you know what nope. though? I'm gonna tell you. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about her, and you're gonna wish after this eight minutes and thirty-eight <laughs> seconds is up, you're gonna wish that you knew her. All right, I already I'm up for do. It. Okay. Terry Bentz, she was my fourth grade teacher, and she imbued all of the traits of the perfect Lutheran school teacher. Oh, okay. okay. She loved kids deep and abiding love for them mm-hmm. she was always supportive of my creative endeavors mm. ah. there was a time i was going to the southern illinois district spelling bee in the fall of 1995 and she helped me practice for that by giving she had the students give me the hardest words out of the dictionary to try to spell in advance of this spelling bee i Did really you wish- appreciate that at the time 
Yes, I really okay. did. I really, I really wish did. there were video evidence of this because I would love to watch <laughs> Brie in 1995 try to spell words that yes. were just crazy. Oh my gosh. Let's she, recreate that. We, we, will. See. we really should. We really should. <laughs> she was tremendously bright and funny and she just made learning a fun adventure all the time. Also, she had a voice, has a voice. She's still alive to the, as far mm. as I know. Mm-hmm. She has a voice like an angel okay Uh, you ever go to like a lutheran church there's quite a number of people but there's always that one voice that you can hear (laughs) ringing above all of the other ones (laughs) and it's usually sarah or luther no at good shepherd lutheran church Mm -hmm. in collinsville illinois circa 1996 through 1998 it was the voice of terry benz and she and her husband todd have the best voices of all time. And when they would sing duets together at church, it was just the most spectacular and beautiful thing to witness. They, those two are such lovely gifts of God. And I am so appreciated of, of them. Nice. You know, as much as they, as much as she loved kids and made, made learning fun, she also commanded respect. I remember mm-hmm. this time, there was this one time where I just like, was out of line. I don't even remember what, what just happened. Time? What? Just no, just, one time? <laughs> it was just this this time in particular that I just was so out of line that she snapped at me. <gasps> and it was so bad. Like it stuck with me like 36 mm. years into my life. And I can still, still remember that like like this knot in my chest right now of like getting caught out caught in 4K by Terry Benz. Like I'm just like <laughs> Like, I can't breathe when I think about it. So she loves kids. She commands respect. She's got the voice of an angel. But this is why I want to emulate my life after the great Terry Benz. She is a very sensitive soul Ah. with an overflowing font of love and kindness for her fellow man. Mm -hmm. So... I remember the time that she like called me out and it put the fear of God into me. But my other most treasured memory of being her student in fourth grade was she was reading us a book. I don't know if you've read it. I highly recommend it. It's called Pink and Say by Patricia Polacco. Hmm. I've never heard of it. It is a, it is a picture book. Based upon events in the American Civil War. Oh, then I'm there for it. Right. (laughs) I feel like you would love it. (laughs) And she read us this book. And I I won't give away all the details and everything. But long story short, it's about this young man soldier, white soldier, who is injured on the battlefield. And there is a black soldier who like finds him injured in the field and like brings him back to to his living quarters and like sort of brings him back to health sort of nurses him back to health it's sort of this like feel good like curing the racial divide story mm-hmm. sort of a thing okay. right and so these the soldiers names are pink and say and so with the, with the way that the story ends they are both arrested Oh. They're they're taken as prisoners of war. Hmm. And 
they both meet very different ends of their lives, hmm. which are described in the story, which I'm not going to talk about because it is <laughs> it like stabs me in the heart. Hmm. But as she was finishing that story for us to talk about how Pink met his fate and Say met his fate, she she started crying like hmm. as yeah. she's reading this story to us. And you can and like, I don't know why, but I was like a nine year old listening to her read this story and like exhibit this vulnerability in front of her students first. And I don't, I don't know if she meant to do this or not. I'm not entirely sure, but it just made me from that point on hyper aware mm -hmm. of like the racial divides in our, hmm. in our nation. Like I'm sure that one way or another, I would have learned about the history of white America and the history of black America. Like that would, I would have always I would have always come around to that, but I think one of one of the things that really set me on a path to like think about what it's like to be, you know, a, a white Christian in a society that doesn't necessarily seem to work in favor of all nations, all creeds, all colors. That moment in fourth grade was like a defining moment. So Terry Benz, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Terry Benz. She's made me who I am today. Round That's of applause. Mm -hmm. Round of applause for Terry Benz. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we have three more stories to tell on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. We're going to take a quick break. I know we normally don't do this on our podcast, but this is Sherathon. So we're, we're running on a little different schedule today. We're going to take a quick pause to give you the information for Sherathon 2022. Once again, we do need your financial support to keep producing programs like the Lutheran Ladies Lounge, along with all of the rest of the wonderful programming at KFUO Radio. So you can give online right now at kfuo.org slash give or text KFUO to the number 41444. And we will be right back with another story. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. Hey ladies, while we're in the break, I just wanted to share a few comments with y'all from the Lutheran Ladies Lounge Facebook group. We recently asked why you all love our podcast, and here are some of the comments. Christine said, I listen on my phone while I work from home, so thankful especially for the miscarriage podcast. I enjoy the wide range of topics addressed. Also, the book club studies, blessed by this group and our bond as confessional Lutherans. Anna says, I love the variety of topics and how down to earth the hosts are. I almost always learn something new, which is a great added benefit. I listen on my phone while crocheting in the evenings. Yay, analog hobbies. My joy comes often finding myself wanting to respond to whatever the discussion is about. Just like we really are in a ladies lounge together holding a conversation. Christine said, y'all just make me laugh. That's priceless in today's world. Diane says, listening with my daughter is priceless. Our opinions may vary, but our laughter is the same. I hate to admit it, but she is more familiar than I am with your insightful, delightful podcasts. Lydia says, I started listening on my phone when I was hospitalized for five weeks with my twins. It was a great distraction from the anxiety of knowing they would be born six weeks early and have a NICU stay. After they were born, I saved episodes or re-listened to episodes for when I was up in the middle of the night feeding them, which was a process and typically took about the length of an episode. Now I listen whenever I get a chance or when we go out on walks. I love the levity and the variety of topics. 
Joyce says, I enjoy the variety of topics and how very honest you all are in your discussion. I so appreciate a podcast that keeps it all centered on God's word. Absolutely love the laughter. And Jan says, I listen on a tablet using either an app or a KFUO radio station, especially enjoyed Katie Schuerman and the Bradbury episode recently. The variety of fun and history of Lutheranism is great. Also, potluck and jello recipes are memorable for lots of us. I haven't yet gotten into the book club part, but would like to in the future. The Walther League episode also brought back fond memories. Thanks for bringing us all together through radio. So... If you love our podcast and Facebook group and also our new email newsletter as much as these ladies, please support KFUO Radio during share 2022. Your support is vital to the continuation of this program and others produced by KFUO Radio. So you can text KFUO to 41444. You can give online at kfuo.org slash give. Or you can call Mary at 314-996-1518. And now back to the podcast. Listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. It is Sherathon 2022 for KFUO Radio. Yay! Yes, it is. And we're each answering the question: what Lutheran lady do we want to be when we grow up? And now it's Aaron's turn. So, Aaron, what Lutheran lady do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I gave a lot of thought to this one. Ooh. And honestly, I've been I never really had, I was never really one of those people that had a, oh, I want to be so-and-so when I grow up. Mm. That wasn't my approach when I was a kid. If it is, I've forgotten at this point. So Mm -hmm. anyway. I'm I'm there with you. So I I tried to think, okay, well, who would I want to be? And I thought about um, many of the ladies that you have talked about on previous story time. Mm. And I gave serious consideration to... Anna of Saxony, <gasps> yes, right? Electress. Yes. Um, I gave serious consideration to her. Also, Catherine Winkworth. Yes. Gave a lot of consideration to her. But ultimately, I decided to go because uh, I liked the idea of those. But honestly, I mean, I'm never going to be an electress. So <laughs> uh, I gave up I'd that vote idea. For you. <laughs> so I settled on instead Rita Nickel. Okay. Rita is an amazing woman. Ooh. She's also someone that I know personally. Uh-huh. So Rita is a missionary alumni. She served with the LCMS. She and her husband, Tim, served with the LCMS from 1998 to 2008. Uh-huh. They were missionaries in Kyrgyzstan. Whoa. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Rita is a nurse and so she also had a formal role on the field. Mm-hmm. And so she was a missionary nurse. And I met Rita for the first time when I visited Kyrgyzstan. And so what what makes me want to be Rita is she's got this way of drawing people in. She is so open and free with who she is and how she feels about things. And honestly, that is something that I don't necessarily, well, yes, I am open about who I am. That part is, I feel like, okay, yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> but the free with how she feels about things is what I find so admirable. 
because she is someone who draws you in. She, everyone loves her. She is free and easy with her affection and laughter. I remember we were driving. We were we were trying to go from Kyrgyzstan to Almaty, Kazakhstan. And so uh-huh. we were in the in this van. It was a long car ride. It was winter. The roads were bad and we were stuck on the oh, side of the road no. at one point because there was this icy mountain pass. And then we had to pee. And so there was just <laughs> so much laughter. <laughs> it was so cold. Uh, but we all survived and we got there. And it's it's just her attitude and her openness in the way she interacts with people. She is able to find humor easily, but she's also to share freely She's also able to share freely just about how she, the things she struggles with. She's, you know, she's talked openly in the past about, you know, struggles that she felt with her emotional well-being and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing while serving. Mm -hmm. And that it's not just a, you know, sometimes you get the impression from things that you read that missionary service is somehow it's it's noble and hard, but the people who do it are just so well suited to it that they don't find it difficult. Mm. Um, <laughs> that, is, that that is a common impression that mm-hmm. people have, and it's not true. Wait, what? <laughs> hard. It's it is hard, and she's she talked about that. And that's what I admire about, and that's make that's where I I selected her as as someone that I'd want to be when I grow up, just because those are those are things that I know that I don't do, don't find as easy. And I don't know if she's always found those things easy, or if that is something that she has grown into mm. over time, possibly. But those sort of, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the the sort of inner life and struggles are things that I am not as open with sharing Mm. except with people that I'm very close to. And I personally found such value from hearing and seeing somebody else talk that way and, Mm -hmm. and interact in that way. But I'm like, well, is that something that you can grow into? Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe, or maybe there's just different kinds of people and I can admire that about her without ever (laughs) achieving it. Who knows? Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's missionary service. (laughs) (laughs) But Rita is now retired. She served after she was a missionary in Kyrgyzstan. She served for a time also as the executive director for LIM, Lutherans in Medical Mission. Oh, uh, organization. Organization, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they are good. They they work well. LCMS International Mission has, has often worked with them. They've provided some grants in the past for different things, and they encourage people who have medical background, help connect them with some of the medical opportunities that we do have for service. So they do some some work that I'm I'm really glad to be part of. And at this point, she is she's now retired in Florida with her with her husband, still still living and making people laugh <laughs> and interacting in just this beautiful, delightful way, even now that she's fully retired. 
So I pick Rita. Rita as my as my person I'd want to be when I grow up. Yay. Um, okay, so. so I have a question for yeah. you. So since this is Sherathon and we may have people listening to us that don't normally listen to this podcast, you work in international mission. I do. So did she have influence? Does she have influence on your previous overseas work or and or what you do now? Mm, good question. So I met her after I had already started working at international missions. So mm-hmm. I had already served in Japan mm-hmm. as a missionary and then came and worked in the office. And that's then when I met Rita. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have that previous experience. And then what was your second question? Influence, so, if it influenced your work here after you met her at all. Or like now that you're thinking about her. Yeah, it's probably more of the... And not necessarily influencing my work. I think it's always been more of the the personal influence as mm-hmm. opposed to the professional influence, if yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I always, you know, very much uh, admired and appreciated her her work professionally, but it was the personal impact that I found to be more lasting. Very good. Cool. <laughs> Second round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> now I would be Terry and Rita. <laughs> Indeed. So we have two more stories to share on this episode of the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast, but we are going to take a quick pause because it is Shareathon 2022. And if you love what we do on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast, please consider financially supporting KFUO Radio because we are produced by KFUO Radio. We're part of that programming lineup, and we'd love to keep producing this program as well as all of the rest of the wonderful KFUO Radio programming. So you can do that online right now at kfuo.org slash give, or you can text KFUO to the number 41444, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge Podcast. This program is produced by listener-supported KFUO Radio. Your support during KFUO share is vital to the continuation of great programs like this one. If you appreciate this program, please consider what you can give to support the ongoing ministry of KFUO Radio and this program. You can make a gift sending a text to the number 41444. Enter KFUO as the message. You'll get a text right back that walks you through the steps on your phone and it takes just a minute or two. You can also visit kfuo.org and click on the donate button or give Mary a call at 314-996-1518. Thanks for listening and supporting KFUO Radio. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. It is Shareathon 2022 for KFUO Radio. And we are all answering the question: what Lutheran lady do we want to be when we grow up? And it's my turn. Yeah. So Sarah, tell us what Lutheran lady do you want to be when you grow up? All right. So we're all telling personal stories about people that we know personally, which we may or may not have planned. Uh, <laughs> These are supposed to be like historical, like Katie Luther. And here we are just like portraying uh, <laughs> no, the future <laughs> woman I used to work with. But I, I'm actually I like this much better. So I have no gripe with this. Yeah, well, it's so it's indicative, though, of like, OK, pick a famous Lutheran woman from history. It's like, OK, which 
which one of seven do you want me to talk about? Right. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> well, uh, or you could read it the other way and say the most influential Lutheran women are not the ones you read about. They're the ones you know in real life. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like yours. Mm-hmm. Yes. So my Lutheran lady that I want to be when I grow up is Katie Schuerman. And <laughs> <laughs> I know people know her because of her books, and that's cool, but I'm not talking about her as an author We've already done that a few times. This is about my beautiful Christian friend, Katie Sherman, and how she embodies what it means to be a faithful and humble Christian woman. And I hope that all of you have a chance to meet Katie Sherman in person one day because she is the most gracious and humble woman that I've probably ever met. And she's probably going to be blushing entirely if she ever hears that I'm talking about her like this. So... (laughs) I have three examples of how I've witnessed her care for people around her in a very humble way, in a way of understanding what vocation means for her. I met her through professional work because she's an author, so there's that. But I met her and her husband, the Reverend Michael Schurman, a few times talking about life issues. It's very important to them. One conversation that really, really struck me, though, was about the vocation of godparents. Mm. Um, they take their vocation as godparents super seriously. And if you have read her books, you'll notice that she talks a lot about the godparents of the children in her books. And that is, I'm sure, mm. is very on purpose because she herself and her husband, they take this vocation super seriously for themselves. I don't think I've ever seen anybody else take this vocation as seriously as they do. And that really impressed me that they put such a high level of importance on caring for and guiding their godchildren and what it means to be faithful Lutheran girls, at least. I'm not actually sure if they have boy godchildren. I didn't check that. I know they have girl godchildren. Those are godsons. (laughs) Yes, godsons. Thank you. It's your term. (laughs) I've only met their goddaughters. I know the other one. So for starters, they, of course, encourage prayer and time in the word with these kids. And they have more than one, too. They have like a whole bunch Mm. of godchildren, which I also think is super cool. Encouraging, faithfully receiving the sacraments and, of course, a full on remembrance of their baptisms Mm. because that is like primary importance of a godparent. All pretty normal stuff. But then they also go on road trips with their godchildren like That is super cool. So the first time I actually, I'm pretty sure it was the first time I actually met Katie in person was when they brought two of their goddaughters to the International Center so that we could have an in-person conversation about what it meant to be godparents and godchildren. Like, that is so cool. How cool is that? Like, I have picture evidence of this, too, (laughs) of these cute little kids that got to be on air to talk about what it meant to be godchildren. It was was a a little life changing for me. And they actually got to come twice, which was super cool. So the first time we just talked about what it meant to be godparents and godchildren, they memorize hymns. The kids memorize hymns, of course, for their godparents, which I think is super cool. And then they talked about memorizing the Athanasian Creed and how they they thought that they were memorizing hymns so quickly that maybe they were going to memorize the Athanasian Creed next. And these are like... It's so like seven, eight, nine, ten year old ish huh. age. Like these aren't wow. older kids. These are younger kids. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to do it. And we're going to come back to the studio and we're going to recite it on air. And so the second time they came to visit us, they recited the Athanasian Creed on air. Wow. Because their godparents had instilled this confidence and this love of Lutheran doctrine in these children that they wanted 
to learn the Athanasian Creed and I recite it. I still don't know how it goes. Which is super cool. That did inspire an Athanasian Creed challenge. 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 Yeah. I remember that. It did inspire the Athanasian Creed memorization challenge in the lounge. And I tried it twice mm. and I still haven't gotten all the way through it. I get to that second half and the words are, there's just so many words. One of these yeah. days I want to do it. But that all came out of this bond that these kids have with Katie and the Reverend Michael Sherman. And I just I think that is such a cool thing to have such a close relationship between godparents and godchildren. And I would love to emulate that. We have my husband and I have our own goddaughter now, and I'm trying to be my own version of Katie with my goddaughter as she gets older in the church i i want to be that person mm. who really encourages her to to love liturgy and to love hymnody and and gets to you know sit next to her during during compline and teaches her all of the liturgy and things i don't know i i think that is such a cool vocation to have to to be somebody outside of that that nuclear family unit to be able to encourage kids so mm. that's the first one so then the next one, whenever I see Katie in person, she always asks how I'm doing, which, you know, I think we all normally do. But like, she actually cares. She wants to be that person who, <laughs> sorry, that sounds terrible. <laughs> but like, you know, we say that like, hey, how are you doing? I'm fine. And then we uh -huh. just keep walking. Like, that's just what we do. But like, she actually wants to know how you're doing for real, like the good stuff, but also the hard stuff. And she wants to walk alongside you and carry those burdens and joys with you. Understanding that is as the body of Christ, like that's what we're also called to do as the body of Christ. We, we share those joys and those burdens with these people that we have relationship with. And she's part of that inspiration. I've, I've been trying to become well, it was partially her, partially pandemic and probably partially other stuff, trying to be more intentional about like showing up for people mm -hmm. and having those relationships with people that shows that you care for them and that you you want to help people through the good times because those are fun, but also the, the hard times of life because that's when we really need to have people to listen and to understand what we're going through. And that's, Katie has done that for me, has been that that listening ear of just like, Tell me what's happening in your life because I want to know and I want to pray for you. Like that's that is huge to be able to have those people in our lives who who will listen to you and then tell you that you that she's going to pray for you mm -hmm. um, with all seriousness, too. It's not just a, oh, yeah, I'll pray for you. And then you don't actually do it like she she takes this really seriously. So then the third one of all of this is continually pointing people to Christ. That I think can be kind of uncomfortable for us if it's not constantly in our vocabulary to when we're talking to people to say that we'll pray for them or to speak God's promises to each other. It can be it can be a little weird and awkward if that's not in our vocabulary, not things that we just say to each other. And I appreciate her practice of doing that, of having those those words in her in her speech. When she talks to you, she's going to say something about Jesus in some capacity, because that's just the vocation of a Christian friend is pointing, pointing each other to Jesus and, and repeating the promises that he gives to us in scripture to each other. And she does that on a regular basis. And I think that's really cool. So there you have it. Katie Shurman is the person I want to be when I grow up because she is super humble and, and understands all of these wonderful vo vocations of being a good Christian woman and friend and godmother and, and all of those things. So that sounds pretty good. Now I want to be Terry and Rita and Katie. Yes. <laughs> hmm. 
There are no dark well, you're, up, you're up next, Rachel. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna see who you're who you're gonna talk about too. It's hard, you guys. So hard. I know. Who came up with this I idea? Know. I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was Rachel. <laughs> I think it was Rachel. <laughs> okay, but before we get to you, Rachel, we have one more break because it is Sherathon 2022. We're going to give you some time to consider financially supporting KFUO Radio, who does produce these podcasts. So if you enjoy what you hear on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge, or if you happen to listen to some of our other KFUO Radio programming, please consider supporting us financially. We are a listener-supported broadcast voice of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and we do rely on that financial support to continue broadcasting the good news of Jesus Christ throughout the world. So... You can give online right now at kfuo.org slash give, or you can text KFUO to 41444. And we will be right back with one more story. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. Okay, I'm back with uh, so many great comments from the Ladies Lounge Facebook group. I have to share a few more with you. Carol says, I started listening during the pandemic on my phone via the podcast icon. Besides having to stay safe at home, we are rural and gathering with girlfriends can be a real adventure. Having the Ladies Lounge gave me some company and also learning opportunities while I worked on my needle arts. All of the gals are wonderful. Great to have the Lutheran culture in common. Keep up the good work. Emma says, I listen on my phone while I do chores. I love that I can listen with my kids. They love to dance to the intro. And everything lines up with our Lutheran worldview. There are no Lutherans my age in our town, so feeling a part of the conversation is so refreshing. It's also fun to discuss episodes with my sister who lives in a different state. Also, my pastor husband loves Breeze Radio Theater. Katrina says, I listen on my drives around the city of Chicago. It's so wonderful to hear such positive content by some lovely Lutheran ladies. My favorites are the spotlights on hymns and composers, as well as the radio theater. Artist says, I listen to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge when I walk. These four ladies have taught me so much, made me more aware of what my life as a Christian and a Lutheran can and should be, given me tons of joy and laughter and brought me to tears, both joyful and poignant, more times than I can count. I have also been introduced to many other Lutheran ladies who are out there living their faith in myriad ways. What a joy to meet them. Thank you, ladies of the lounge, and keep it up. Haley says, I listen usually when I'm driving, cooking, or winding down at the end of the day. I love that there's a podcast specifically for Lutheran gals. Being in the South, there isn't as big of a community of Lutherans, but this makes me feel even more connected to fellow Lutherans. I love the mix of topics, and I've learned so much and laughed a lot, too. And Shelly says, I listen to the podcasts when I walk. The time passes so quickly, I don't even realize how far I've walked. I often wonder what people think when I have this big grin or just laugh while I walk. Even more serious podcasts are educational. That time just flies. Thank you. So again, if you love our podcast and other KFUO Radio programming as much as these ladies do, please support KFUO Radio during Sherathon 2022. Your support is vital to the continuation of this program and other programs produced by KFUO Radio. So you can text KFUO to 41444. You can give online at kfuo.org slash give, or you can call Mary at 314-996-1518. And now, back to the podcast. You're listening. 
listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. It's share 2022 for KFUO Radio. And we are each answering the question, what Lutheran lady do we want to be when we grow up? And we have one more story to share. So Rachel, what Lutheran lady do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, this is this has been this is fun. It's also really hard because there are so many Lutheran ladies I want to be when I grow up. We have been blessed with a wealth of wonderful mothers and sisters in the faith. And and I was going to go like Aaron, I was going to go in a historical direction. Katie Luther, always a good choice. Rosa Young, excellent choice. Emily Walther, excellent choice. And you can hear any of those ladies' stories in our archives with Sarah, story time with Sarah. Go back and revisit them. But yes, like everyone else here, I think the women who are most influential in our lives are the ones that are not the famous ones. They're Mm -hmm. the ones whose lives actually touch ours or who touch people whose lives touch ours. Mm -hmm. And I can think of few more influential women in my life and in my faith than my grandmas. Yes. And I was trying to pick a grandma and I couldn't. So we're going to do like all the Lutheran lady grandmas. <laughs> do it. Not just the ones who are related to me by blood. <laughs> oh, wow. I love okay. it. So buckle up. Here we go. We're going to do some grandmas. Yes. The first Lutheran lady I want to be when I grow up is my great grandmother, Clara Mossel. Now, I never met her. I wish I had, but she died before I was born. But great grandmother, Clara Schrader Mossel supported her husband through 40 plus, I think it was 40 plus years of ministry. She's a pastor's wife. Raised nine kids, including two future pastors, a future pastor's wife, and one with severe disabilities at a time when there were not a whole lot of resources for kids with disabilities. Wow. She did all of this with dignity, decorum, grace, fun, and apparently she was legendary for her good, solid home cooking and her Sunday chicken dinners. Like appropriate. Yeah. I mean, it's just the ultimate, the ultimate pastor's wife. Like usually when you talk about stereotypes, you think of negative things, but all the good Mm -hmm. stereotypes about pastor's wives, like that was my great grandmother and all of her to this day, all of her children and grandchildren in their memories of her are filled with fondness and respect. And I just want my kids and grandkids to like look back at me someday and talk about me with the same fondness and appreciation that my dad and his cousins talk about their grandma. So I want to be great grandma Clara. But I also want to be (laughs) grandma Lois, great grandma Clara's daughter. (laughs) Oh, this woman means so much to me. She is so influential. She was a member of one church for over 50 years, an active member, faithful wife, loving mother of five. She worked as a church secretary for years at her at her church, her one church, mm-hmm. after her kids grew up and embodied what it means to adorn yourself with a gentle and quiet spirit. Never seemed like somebody that made much fuss or made a lot of fuss or, or that other people made a lot of fuss of. But my goodness, at her funeral, the procession just went on and on and on and mm. on. Like, And I was so grateful that all these people showed up to honor a woman who just led a 
quiet, simple life, but had touched a lot of lives along the way. She also baked amazing Christmas cookies and kept a fully stocked candy jar in her kitchen at all times. Yes. Um, and you, it, when I was a kid, all I had to do was ask. And my kids, the first thing they would do was, Grandma, kind of candy? <laughs> and that was a way that she loved to love children. But she also taught me a lot about healthy eating. Despite all the Christmas cookies, oh my goodness, freezer full of Christmas cookies and the candy. She also taught me that you can actually put fresh fruits and vegetables on the table at every meal. And they don't, yes. yeah, they don't have to come out of a can to be edible. <laughs> Wait, nice. was, was it the, was it the strawberry wrapped candy? Um, no, it was the little miniature Hershey, like the Mr. Good bar, the milk chocolate, the dark wow, chocolate. That's legit. I know. This is a woman with a heart of gold. Mm. My my grandma candy was Werther's and those strawberry wrapped oh, ones. Oh, no, no, no. We got the chocolate at, wow. at Grandma Weshi's house. She not only had fresh fruits and veggies on the table, but I specifically remember that her napkin holder had Luther's morning prayer on one side. And Luther's evening oh. prayer on the other side. It didn't come like that. She had like printed it up and taped it on. Oh, um, nice. And it was just a wonderful, quiet witness to the way she lived her life. Yeah. So I also want to be Grandma, Grandma Lois. Uh, but <laughs> we're just getting started here. <laughs> I got married, you guys, to mm, yes. a man who also had grandmothers. Lutheran lady grandmothers. And so uh, I also want to be Grandma Dottie. <laughs> Okay. The woman who does not eat the bread of idleness, you guys, when she got arthritis <laughs> in her hands, she decided to self-manage her condition by extra crocheting and cross-stitching and tatting and basically keeping her hands busy all the time with yeah. making gifts for her grandkids, for Aww. all everyone in her life. Everyone in the family has a cross-stitched Christmas stocking. Hmm. So my little girls have a yarn dollhouse. I don't even know you can make those. What? We have a nativity set, crocheted, like the whole thing. Wow. wow. Yeah. But beyond this, she's more than her crafts. She also is one of those people who just has a smile and a hug for everyone. Just like is always genuinely happy to see you. Always. And I just want to be that person when I grow up someday. But... <laughs> I have more grandmas than those just from blood and, and marriage. I want to be Grandma Edelgard. She was a woman at our church when we were growing up who found out that all our grandparents were far away and her grandchildren were far away. And so we adopted one another as she was my pretend grandma. She called me oh. her pretend granddaughter, oh. <laughs> had a wonderful German accent. She took us on outings all over the Metro D.C. area including to the Christmas party at the German embassy where I learned to love Mozart. Wow! <laughs> Told me stories about her life as a German war bride after World War II. Had us over to like rake her leaves and make spaghetti for us. You know, it was just the kind of relationship that we didn't deserve. We didn't deserve having a grandma adopt us and take us under her wing, but she did. And I want to do that for somebody else someday mm -hmm. because it made my life so much richer. But she's not the only one. Like, <laughs> I think about Grandma Irma. You know, these are these are my kids' adopted grandmas from our old churches along the way. She sang soprano in the choir until she was 95 and could hit a high F. I know, I directed oh. the choir. Whoa! Wow. She bowled weekly until she was, I think, 98. 
Whoa. And attended church faithfully until nearly 100 years old. And even after she couldn't come anymore, she faithfully received the word and sacrament at home after that until mm. she went home. Mm. I want to be Grandma Trudy, who welcomed my tiny children into her home and into her pew at church so that I could catch my breath now and again. And I'm pretty sure they loved her more than me. Um, (laughs) And I never begrudged them that because I might have loved them, loved her more than me, too. Um, (laughs) And she always, I still see her every once in a while. And to this day, she always says a gracious and encouraging word for me every time. I see her, which I wish was more often. And finally, I know I can't keep going on forever, but I want to be Grandma Fern, who my husband still tears up over every time he thinks about her. She baked delicious goodies each week for coffee hour, despite the fact that she had lost her ability to taste things. Years before. Wow. But she was still the best baker in church. Like, ridiculous. She brought him, he still raves about this. Ladies, if you want to give your pastor a treat, Fry him up some bacon, dip it in chocolate, dust it with cayenne. <laughs> Whoa! Chocolate bacon was amazing. But the thing that blessed him and all of us the most was she always came. She never missed a Bible study until she couldn't come, physically couldn't come anymore. But she would be there pushing her rollator walker down the hall. She may not have been able to taste much by way of food, but it made her hungrier for the word of God. And if you want to give your pastor and his family a good gift, show up and say, all I want is to be in the word of God with you. And <laughs> that is that is the greatest gift you can give people. Hmm. So I could go on and on. There are more grandmas, but those are the <laughs> ones that come to mind at this moment. And I want to be all of them when I grow up. And I don't think there are enough years on this earth to make me into even a miniature imitation of a pale imitation of any one of them but that's my goal i want to be want to be like my grandma's grandma rachel will be amazing yeah yep (laughs) (laughs) but i can't i can't chat and my christmas cookies are meh all my good ones (laughs) from recipes straight from grandma washi so but by counts. then they'll be yours. I yes, suppose. I suppose. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we've all shared stories of who we want to be when we, which Lutheran lady we want to be when we grow up. And this has been really fun, y'all, to learn it about has. a little bit about each other in in this episode. It is Shareathon 2022, which means that if you love what you hear on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge or any of our other KFUO radio programming, all of the Bible studies, the Coffee Hour, Daily Chapel from the LCMS International Center, Concord Matters, doing all of the Lutheran confessions, all of the Sunday morning broadcasts and Bible studies. If you love any of that, please consider supporting us financially. We are the listener-supported broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, which means we do rely on your support to keep all of this programming going, including all of our podcasts like the Lutheran Ladies Lounge and End Goals and Friends for Life. Well, and in case you're curious, all that support you give goes straight to KFUO. We are not paid. Well, I mean, Sarah gets paid. I mean, this is my job. It's a job. <laughs> but the rest of us do this because we love it. We love being Lutheran ladies. We love helping build community. And we're here and we love the ministry of KFUO and we want to be a part of it. So this yes. is, any money you give 
for a shareathon and please do support this ministry. Doesn't we we don't see it, but there's a lot more to producing a podcast than simply showing up and talking. And we recognize that. And we're so grateful that KFUO does that for us. Amen to that. So you can give right now at kfuo.org slash give, or you can text KFUO to the number 41444. And we really appreciate your loyal support and love for all things KFUO. So for the Lutheran Ladies Lounge, if you want more community with Lutheran Ladies on Facebook, you can join our group there, the Lutheran Ladies Lounge on Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram at Lutheran Ladies Lounge. If you want to get the Lutheran Ladies Lounge in your inbox, you can sign up for our e-newsletter. The instructions for that are in the show notes for this episode, or you can just send us an email at lutheranladies at kfuo.org. You can find all of our podcasts at kfuo.org slash Lutheran Ladies Lounge or on the KFUO radio app or on any podcasting platform. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast share edition. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm not any of these women yet, but I hope to be someday. <laughs> This program is produced by listener-supported KFUO Radio. Your support during KFUO share is vital to the continuation of great programs like this one. If you appreciate this program, please consider what you can give to support the ongoing ministry of KFUO Radio and this program. You can make a gift sending a text to the number 41444. Enter KFUO as the message. You'll get a text right back that walks you through the steps on your phone, and it takes just a minute or two. You can also visit kfuo.org and click on the donate button or give Mary a call at 314-996-1518. Thanks for listening and supporting KFUO Radio. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies' Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Join our community on Facebook in the Lutheran Ladies' Lounge.